I was very much fearless as a child. And then a little bit of, you know, bullying happens. I was the singer kid in a small town and being a boy in a small town that sings, it doesn't always, it's not always the most accepted thing. And you don't uh, play hockey. Yeah, that was not, that was not working for me, but that's okay. I stuck to my <laughs> stuff. I stuck to my art and I'm happy that I did. And I guess for me, there's, there's a lot of imagery in that. It's a lot of me kind of just pulling, pulling away the fear. I, I feel like little Josh wouldn't have been able to film himself with a bunch of paint on him. And it, it sounds weird, but it sounds dumb maybe, but it's true. I don't feel like I would have been able to do that. Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, Am Bush, and today we are joined by a Montreal-based pop artist who is bringing you a lyrical sensation that drives a pop through the base of a heart beat. How is he doing that? He's doing it with his new EP, Forevermore, and he's here to discuss it with us here today. Our guest is the incredible Josh Alexander. How's it going today, Josh? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. That intro was awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you for uh, appreciating it and be, for being here today. I'm excited to dive behind this a new EP, my friend. And of course, that's where I want to kick this off is where exactly did Forevermore begin for you? Forevermore began, uh, I began, oh my God, it began a little while ago, actually. Um, the One of the songs on the EP is actually called Raw. And that song was written about four years ago in Vancouver during a songwriting camp that I did at Brian Adams Studio. And um, I wrote it with Luca Fogel and Steve Kroger, awesome artists, producers, writers, everything, really great guys. I wrote the song with them four years ago, like I said, in Vancouver. And it's actually the oldest song on the EP. And then the newest, like the, the most recent one was Forevermore. It was the last one that was written. Oh, yeah. wow. So it's been it's been a journey to get here then. Oh, it's been it's been quite the journey. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've been writing a lot over the last couple of years, just kind of exploring and finding myself through my music, finding the person that I am, finding the artist that I am, knowing what I want to say, what the songs I want to sing and all of that. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Okay, so you spent some time, you spent some time crafting and you have decided that these six songs are mm-hmm. the, the way to kick off this story then. Mm-hmm. For me, this is the way to go. <laughs> all right, perfect, perfect. So of course, from all, all across Canada, writing in Vancouver, all the way back to Montreal, I presume, where exactly did you find yourself in the studio and uh, when? Um, the studio, uh, I was in Vancouver four years ago because I'm part of a publishing company here in Montreal called Block Note Music and Blue Dog Media. And uh, basically I write for, as a songwriter for a publishing company, you can get um, orders to write for other artists or for other projects, commercials, movies, TV shows. And um, every year my publishing company sends out the songwriters to different songwriting camps across Canada or across the world, all depending where you're picked up. And um, we get to be reassembled in a studio space and we have like a whole week to write a whole bunch of songs and it's a whole lot of fun. And uh, that was my first camp actually. And Raw was probably the first song that for me, when I, when I, when I, when we wrote it and we recorded it and we, ha- we listened to it at the end of the day, it was clear for me that this was the beginning uh, of something interesting for me. I was writing a lot of different types of songs. I was having a hard time finding myself in everything that I was writing because everything was really great. But 
well, maybe not everything was really great, but everything was really good to me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, I got a little, not mixed up, but it was kind of like, okay, which which song is for me? Which song is for someone else? And I think we're always the first one that was kind of like, okay, this one's mine. I'm not, nobody can take it. It's mine. Nobody touches it. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Perfect. So, of course, you were able to uh, get into the studio with uh, Johan Modrin. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. That's okay. Johan Modrin. Okay. Okay. I butchered that. (laughs) But thank you for correcting me. Thank you for correcting me. But when exactly were you guys able to connect to really uh, make Forevermore truly a thing? Um, We made the EP this summer over the summer of 2022. But we actually met in a songwriting camp over, uh, we met in a songwriting camp here in Montreal in January of 2022. And uh, we wrote two songs together during that camp. We actually wrote Sincerely Josh with another collaborator called Coralie Lozon. And um, we wrote that song during that songwriting camp. I really clicked with him and I knew that I wanted to continue working with him in the future. And uh, when I got my grant from Factor and I knew that I was able to make all of this a possibility, I wanted to make sure that I was going to be in great hands and I wanted to do it with my friends. So I did it with Joanne over the summer and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a whole lot of fun. Hey, shout out to uh, Factor for grant money because that helps out so, so very much. Bless them. <laughs> Praise be to Factor. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, So, of course, that was all the way back in the summer. So yeah. we've been kind of working our way towards here and our Mm -hmm. first taste of the ep actually came at the tail end of august i believe with the track hurricane Mm -hmm. so what made you decide to kick things off with hurricane and what does the track mean to you Mm -hmm. um i the song is so grand like the the production of it is so amazing um but at the root of it all the story behind it is really really important to me um it really defines i feel the person that i am the big brother that i am to my siblings the big brother that i am to many people in my life um i wrote that song is dedicated to my little brother who had been going through a hard time um he's been dealing with a lot over the last couple of years and i moved away from home around five years ago to pursue my music career and um you know sometimes it's hard being away from home and your little brother doesn't always reach out when he needs you but he needed me a lot and I wasn't there and I didn't know. And when I did find out, well, I wanted to write him a song. So he knew that whenever he needed me, well, I'm always available. I'm always there for him. Whenever he needs me, whatever the reason, I'm there. I'm still his big brother and that won't ever change. And that's the story behind the song. And I wanted to kind of just introduce myself to the world and introduce my new music to the world the best way possible with the best representation of the person that I am and the artist that I am. So that's why I chose Hurricane as the first one. So family is pretty important to you then? It is. I'm a real big family guy. That's for sure. I'm the big brother of four siblings. (laughs) So um, yeah, (laughs) I love them. As a big brother and a big family person too, respect my friend. (laughs) Thanks. So of course, you mentioned that the song sort of uh, written as a response to your brother. Um, Mm -hmm. When he goes ahead and hears that you wrote a song for him and not Mm -hmm. only just wrote a song for him, but... Mm-hmm. released it as your first single worldwide in front of like <laughs> an entire you know like i just said worldwide global. audience global global <laughs> audience but w- what is his response to this what did he think about the track my brother is pretty funny um <laughs> um my brother has quite the personality so when the song did come out he was really really happy and was really proud to promote it on his instagram and be like oh look at this song that my brother wrote me 
Um, <laughs> he was super proud. Um, the song, I think for him, when he heard, first heard the song, it was not the same type of, oh, this is my song. It was more of a, oh my God, you wrote this for me? And like, it was a very emotional moment between me and him. We were in the car together. I was driving him back home from work. I went back home for a weekend. And um, I made him listen to the song and he was really, really touched. I didn't think, uh, I didn't think he would be that touched, but I'm happy that he was. And I'm happy that it had such a great impact on him. Um, but yeah, but when he did hear the song out in public, like I said, he made sure to tell everybody that the song was about him and that uh, everybody knows that my first single is about him. <laughs> he made sure everybody knew. <laughs> Flexing hard. Oh, he does that. Love him. <laughs> his little brothers do his oh, yeah. little brothers do uh and of course another track that i would love to dive into here is yeah. the uh title track off the album which happens to also be i believe the last song mm-hmm. on the album here forevermore itself so take us a little bit behind this track because afterwards i want to dive into the music video all right um this track actually has a story behind it because um the song was not supposed to be for me at first. Like I said, at first, I'm a songwriter, so I write for a bunch of different things. I don't just write for myself. And uh, I'm working on a movie currently that's going to come out very soon. And I got to write some songs on it. And there was an artist in particular that I thought the song would be great for. But as I was writing the song, and the more I was getting into it, and the more I was connecting to the words, and the more I was finding myself to the lyrics, I didn't really want to have to let it go. So I pulled it from the movie and I said, I'm going to keep this song. (laughs) And uh, I said, I have an EP coming and I think I'm going to put this in the EP. The movie people agreed because they loved the song and they loved my voice on it. And they were like, it's all good. You do what you got to (laughs) do. And uh, yeah, so that's like the first little part of the story with the song, a little anecdote Mm -hmm. right there. But if you want more of a storytelling with the song, um, I would say that Forevermore is a cinematic pop song. And it really explores like a new sense of like strength and like a new love. Um, Sometimes like a love that's so strong and it can be a love either from a lover or a love from a new friend that you meet or just someone that came and gave you some strength that you needed to get through the day and get through uh, certain obstacles. And um, yeah, I feel like I'm someone that I've been through it in my life. I've lived my shares of ups and downs. And uh, there's certain things that might have slowed me down and kind of kept me from fully releasing my full self. And um, I've met a couple of people throughout the years who sort of just helped me let go of that and just fully just just be me and do my stuff and do my music and just, you know, do it, do the damn thing, you know? And those songs, I guess the song to me is kind of like, I'm doing good right now and I'm I'm feeling centered in my life. I feel like I'm aligned. I'm going towards my goals. And if I can take people with me and let's do this together. And if ever I fall down and you're here for me, then great. And if ever you fall down, then I'll be there for you. It's a song about being there for people, getting through stuff, getting through obstacles and getting to the end goal. And it's like fearlessly taking on the world together. You know? Hey, rising tides raise all ships. There you go. Hey, hey, absolutely. I love the message of the song. And of course, like I mentioned, I want to dive behind the music video here. Dude. So was this your first music video? This was my first music video. Yeah, it was it was an awesome freaking experience. Um, again, thank you to Factor. Thank you to Factor for making all of this a possibility. Praise. And, Praise. Uh, <laughs> and 
Um, yeah, no, it was my first music video. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, it was a great day. My whole team was there and it was just, it was the best. We can, we can dive into it though. If you want to ask me some questions, oh, about it. we please, can definitely talk please about Please go it. right ahead. <laughs> please go right ahead. Who helped you to, uh, bring this vision to life? Um, so I worked with, um, someone called Matthew Kane. Matthew Kane is, uh, he's the director here in Montreal and he's also, uh, uh I was going to say a filmer, but it's not a filmer, a videographer. There you go. <laughs> sometimes my brain works in French and in English. Well, most of the time, not sometimes, all the time. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like translating stuff. And I'm like, what's the right word to say in French and in English? Anyway. Um, and Matthew Kane worked with me on this music video. He came up with a concept with me. I talked to him a little bit about myself. I talked to him about the song, what it means to me, exactly like I told you. And uh, he wanted to kind of create this image of me kind of, coming out of darkness, like taking off paint off of me. And then like, like, like I start off, I'm on the ground and I'm kind of just, you know, I'm, I'm posed on the ground and I'm just breathing. And then I stand up and I'm all covered in the paint and I'm having, I'm messy all over. And slowly I'm starting to take off all of the mess from me. And I'm walking towards, and I'm walking, you know, I'm walking forward into the light. And then it went, once everything is off, well, here I am, Josh um clean <laughs> and um i have no more pain on me and i'm just ready to take over the world i basically have nothing holding me back anymore i'm just stripping away everything all the messes all of the past all of the, anything that could have happened to me and i'm letting go from all of those fears and uh i'm going into the i'm going forward i think i'm someone that um growing up i was very much fearless as a child and then a little bit of, you know, bullying happens. I was the singer kid in a small town and being a boy in a small town that sings, it doesn't always, it's not always the most accepted thing. And you don't uh, play hockey. That was not, that was not working for me, but that's okay. I stuck <laughs> to my stuff. I stuck to my art and I'm happy that I did. And I guess for me, there's, there's a lot of imagery in that. It's a lot of me kind of just pulling, pulling away the fear. I, I feel like little Josh wouldn't have been able to film himself with a bunch of paint on him and it, it sounds weird but it sounds dumb maybe but it's true i don't feel like i would have been able to do that and for me being able to throw paint on myself and just kind of just do whatever and just be and then take it off to show the world that i'm done being afraid and i'm done just hiding i just want to be me and sing my songs and sing my songs to the world and have the world sing them with me and yeah that's what it is then afterwards it's just the happiness it's me singing with the car in the car, singing on the car, singing in the rock, singing in the field, having fun. That's forevermore. Just <laughs> that's enjoying <me>. yourself, <laughs> yeah. being yourself, right? Totally. Yeah. That's like you sort of mentioned there, sort of uh, being the adult that your younger child needed too. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Wow. And that's one thing that you mentioned there is just sort of that thing of like, I feel like a lot of people can connect to that exact experience of being fearless and then whether it's bullying or it's something else, just something hits you and like makes you suddenly afraid to express yeah. yourself and afraid of judgment from other people. And even though like, you know, that other people's judgment can only maybe affect you for literally just that moment or yeah. like, you know, their judgment doesn't pay your bills. It doesn't put <laughs> you through school. It doesn't, it doesn't give you a factor grant. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> so you know it's like all these things that we put into it but it's like very powerful for you to like express and say that because like for a lot of people like to go out onto a dirt road and mm -hmm. 
to do exactly what you did, like film yourself there, like putting mm-hmm. paint on. Like a lot of people would just like, oh no, that, that, I I feel foolish. But for you, like no man, this is art. This is expressing myself, and like yes, that's freaking beautiful. That's powerful, my friend. Thank you, thank you. That's I'm happy that that's what you felt when seeing it. Awesome, that's so cool. <laughs> awesome. Oh, uh, and of course, I I mean that's just my interpretation, my reception to these things. This EP has been out for I want to say like a couple, like three, two weeks now. Yeah. Um, the video itself about eleven days. Mm-hmm. So, what has the reception been like to the EP to this music video so far? Reception has been good. People are enjoying the music. It's been super fun to see people on social media just sharing the song and people writing to me and telling me how much they love the song. Uh, the songs, sorry. And uh, it's also been nice to see who's connecting with which songs because I feel like the songs are, they're standalone on their own. So it's interesting to see which ones are, uh, which ones are the favorites in the EP. And a lot of people really enjoy Forevermore. A lot of people enjoy Through Mine. A lot of people enjoy Sincerely Josh. I think I was just about to say all of the songs on the EP. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that like all of the songs. So it's 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 so fun. It's so nice. I've just... I love these songs so much. I love what I do so much. And to see people feeling something, connecting with the music and loving it as much as I do, it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm glad that people are connecting for it. And you're like, oh, I feel like I'm going to say, oh, it's a six song EP. And if people are enjoying it and you're able to say (laughs) each and every song, I feel like that's a good thing, my friend. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Ah. And of course, that's something to be thankful for, for sure. And one thing that I would love to know is what is something else that you're thankful for inside of this world, Josh? I'm thankful. I was going to say I'm thankful for my family. Um, I know families. No, families, everything. I'm so thankful for them. They're they supported me through my whole life and all of my dreams and all of the ideas that I had as a kid. I was always. I always had these big ideas and I always wanted to be a star. I always wanted to sing on stages and travel around the world and tour and write music. And in the city where I'm from, these dreams, they're not necessarily things that we talk about, really. They're not necessarily things that we we see as achievable. We see them more as hobbies just because it's not always realistic and it's, it's a little harder and, and to get into music and everything. And I know it is, but... I love it so much and I'm happy I stuck to it and I'm happy that my family pushed me. Although where I'm from, it might not be the most, um, uh, the most not familiar path, but like the most common path that people go on. I'm happy that they pushed me because without their support, I don't think I would be able to be, well, maybe I would be, but it's nice to have them in my corner, you know? (laughs) It definitely helps. Definitely. I would say my family. I'm the most grateful for them. Hey, hey, man. Family is family is a good thing, and if they you have them in your corner, hey, you can you can do incredible things. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, all right. So, of course, we've been talking about the build up to the EP, the release of the EP from this moment here. What does the uh, future potentially hold for Mr. Josh Alexander here for the end of 2022, the beginning of 2023? Um. I'm definitely going to be performing. There's going to be some shows coming up. There's definitely going to be some new material that's going to be coming out as well. And I don't think in the I don't think by the end of this year 2022, but definitely at the beginning of 2023 I'm going to be coming out with some new stuff. I've been writing a whole lot, so you guys don't worry. 
I got a lot of stuff coming and I'm super excited to release. And uh, yeah, I would just say to stay tuned with my social media and to just check it all out because I'm going to be releasing really soon. <laughs> all right, perfect. Well, of course, you mentioned some performances on the mm. way, which of course, ooh, very exciting. Definitely go ahead and check out those social media platforms. Definitely. For sure. What's the, uh, what's the best platform to check you out on? I would definitely suggest Instagram and uh, soon YouTube because I'm starting to get that going. Got to get the YouTube game rolling a little more. <laughs> okay, okay, building it up. Go ahead, subscribe. Exactly, subscribe. Uh, yeah, click that button, the bell, the notifications, all that stuff. <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, so of course, when it comes to performing, sometimes uh, some of us have little uh, pre-show rituals, things that we like to do to get ready. Do you have a uh, pre-game ritual before you take the stage? Um, I do. I always end up somehow in a bathroom and looking at myself in the mirror and I'm talking to myself before a show and I'm kind of just like centering myself. I feel like uh, <laughs> my whole life, I kind of always just did that. I would have a moment where I would look myself in the mirror because I think I saw that in a bunch of movies growing up where someone would go in the mirror before a big game or before a big show and be like, you got this, dude, you got this, you know, and I feel like I do that to my, <laughs> I do that with myself. <laughs> so I do that a lot. And if not, well, I always do my vocal warm ups because got to be ready. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely gotta be ready no matter how long the show is definitely hey hey absolutely all right i have one question left for you my friend you ready, ready. for it oh i'm ready <laughs> oh yeah ah uh, yeah so of course we've been talking like i mentioned about the crafting the releasing of this ep yep. forever more so what i would like to know now is through this process mm -hmm. how has it helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Mm. 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 What has it taught me about myself or how have I grown as a person? I think I'm someone who I've been on my own, like I said, for the last four or five years here in Montreal. And uh, since I was 18 years old and I've just been learning how to be an adult on my own and you know, sometimes my little ADHD brain isn't always super organized with a bunch of stuff. And uh, I think that this helped me structure myself a lot, making this EP. Having deadlines to follow um, was very beneficial for me. I feel like my work ethic has gone up super, like, a lot. I think my team would agree. <laughs> I'm a very hard worker, but I'm someone who kind of puts stuff all over the place and sometimes things get scattered. And I feel like this EP, having a schedule feeling like I was back in school on a schedule was really great for me. So I would say that this helped me with my work ethic because I'm very, I'm a hard worker, but this helped me structure myself a little bit more in my music. You know, I would say that <laughs> work ethic. <laughs> Perfect. We're hey. still learning the curves. I'm 22 years old. I'm still learning life right now. So I take everything as a lesson. <laughs> hey, still, still so much to learn. Exactly. <laughs> hey. Hey, well, I cannot wait to continue to see where this journey continues, the things that it teaches you, my friend. And I thank, thank you, you so very much. Well, thank you so much for having me. Today. Thank you so much. The Desert Tiger Podcast.